Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. <clears throat> Lord, you are good. You are good. You are good, my King. You are wonderful and merciful, my King, and we love you in this place, Lord. Our hearts, Lord, desire to please you, desire to be with you. Our hearts desire to do good by you, Lord God. Teach us your ways, Lord, in this place. As young adults, dear God, in this generation, Lord, we face troubles of many kinds, Lord, but you've said not to fear because you've overcome the world. Be with us, Lord, in this place. As a young adult ministry, Lord, use this for your glory. Use this, dear God, to train up radicals, Lord, in the city of Chicago to be sent out into this world. Use this ministry, dear God, not just as a clique, but use it, dear God, as a place, dear God, where, where people are encouraged, where people are pushed, dear God, to do great things for you, Lord. Let our eyes be opened every time we meet together. Let your name be lifted up high every time we come together. In Jesus' name, we praise you, Lord. Amen. Amen. God is good. Hallelujah. He is our rock in this place, right? Amen. We are standing on solid rock. Today's message is not going to be long. I wasn't, um, I don't know, I'm just speaking from my heart tonight. Um, he is our rock. Jesus is our rock. He is our foundation. All the time, we need to decide that we are standing upon him and on nobody else. We're not standing on a church, you know, of course, the church belongs to God. We are the body of Christ. But we're not standing just on a ministry. We're not, we're not standing. Our trust is not on a man. It's not in ourselves and our abilities, but we're standing on Jesus Christ and who he is who he is and who he is alone. And the only way that that we know who he is is through the word of God, is through putting our our faith in him and watching him move in our lives. Through this relationship, we get to know him more. And we're, we're secure in our relationship even more. Every time we face trials, every time we face tests, we get to know him more. You know, when we we fly past those tests and we can look behind us and say, oh, my goodness. I couldn't have done that without Jesus. We get to, to feel more secure on this rock. You know, when we first start off our, our walk with Jesus, we feel like everything we do is just like, you know, oh, my goodness. You, you know, we're asking for help. We're calling up leaders all the time. You know, is this okay? Is this right? Should I be doing this? Should I be feeling this? Should I be saying these things? Where's Nellie? It's my girl right there. You know, always asking questions. We, we want to know that we are not gonna fall it's like you know and it's just because we we want to make sure it's like once we become a christian we want to make sure we do everything the right way that even though what while we were still in the world and while we were still sinning christ was with us he was calling us he was pushing us in different directions trying to guide us to the straight and narrow path but once we become a christian we are just like so uptight, you know, and then it's just like, hello. Now we should know and understand that we are on the rock, that we stand firm, and that nothing that can come our way, if he truly is our foundation, can bring us down. That when chaos comes our way, when things start falling apart all around us, still we shall stand because he is with us. 
because we have chosen to walk with him. But you know, many times we can switch over and we can forget about that foundation and we can look at somebody else's foundation and we can say, I want that because that looks better. That seems easier on that side. I want to try that. So today my question to you is who is your foundation? Who is it? We can switch. We can think in our walk that we, Jesus is still our foundation, but we can make people our foundation. We can make ministry our foundation, our work, our careers, our titles. Those can become our foundations, our families, our fiancés. They can become our foundations. And when they start to shake, guess what? We start to shake. And when they begin to fall, we begin to fall because we've switched over and we've forgotten who we're standing upon. We've forgotten who we need to be following, who we need to be listening to. It's Jesus. I want us all to turn to Matthew 7.24. It's the wise and foolish builders. It says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine, this is Jesus talking, and puts them into practice, excuse me, <coughs> is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundations on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house. And sure enough, it fell with a crash. Come on now, who's going to build a house on sand? Who? They'll be foolish, right? Let's go back to the beginning. It says, therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice. This is Jesus saying, we need to put his words into practice. We need to know his words in order to put them into practice, right? Many times we want to walk this walk, and we don't even know what the commands are. We don't even know what Jesus is calling us to do. We don't know what's right and what's wrong. All we do is see what somebody else is doing and try to imitate them, and we cannot do that. We need to know the commands of Jesus Christ. We need to know the words. We need to know who he is and his character according to the word of God. So we need to hear the words of mine. Wait, but how else can, how can we hear the word of God if we don't even know him? I need to backtrack. There's people in this place right now who don't even know who Jesus is. If you don't know who Jesus is and you don't have a relationship within this, with him in this place, you cannot hear the words. In this place, every person in this world, we all need to have a relationship with Christ. Poor, rich, old, young we all need a relationship with Christ. People in the projects, people in Wicker Park, all need a relationship with Christ. See, when I came and I gave my life to Christ that day, I didn't know every single command. I hadn't read the whole New Testament and Old Testament. All I knew was that I needed Jesus. You know, sometimes we, we want to come to people and we want to explain every single detail in the Bible and say, now do you want Christ? No, there's something inside people that's telling them, you need Christ. You need Christ, and all we need to do is testify and share the good news. We don't have to convince them. We don't. We have to testify. We have to say, Jesus Christ came for you. You are a sinner, and you need Christ. That's the first thing. 
And then they need to hear the word of God. You and I need to hear the word of God and put it into practice. What good is it if someone gives me the instructions to build the house and I read them and throw them away? I would hate to live in that house. Berta would kill me or I would kill him, you know, if we started living in that house. We need to put these words, these, these commands, the wise words of Jesus Christ into action in our life. Jesus' words. Not Griselda's words, you know, but I try, you know, if I tell you something, you know, look it up in the word. But we need to put these words into practice into our own life before we try to put, you know, apply it to other people's lives. He is our foundation. Let's turn to James 1.22. Sorry. You know, I think sometimes we make it harder than what it needs to be. says do not near do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves do what it says anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like but the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this not only not forgetting what he has heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. Let's not merely listen to the word and deceive ourselves. We can come to church, we can hear the message all day long, we can read the word, but if we don't put it into practice, into our own life, we are deceiving our own selves. There needs to be fruit in our life that reflects the words of Jesus. There needs to be a strong house that is fruit of us putting his words into effect, putting them into practice. We don't want to be foolish. We don't want to fall. We need to put our foundation in Christ and not in man, not in each other, because we will fail time and time again. The foundation of Jesus Christ never fails. He is perfect in all his ways. In all his ways. He is truthful and he is righteous and he is holy. And there's nothing and no one in this world that can compare to this beautiful foundation that is Jesus Christ. Amen? Who is your foundation today? Who is your foundation? If you're not saved in this place, you might put your foundation into money and into cars and into sex and into drugs or whatever it could be. If you don't have Jesus, you don't even know that you're, that you're messed up. I didn't know all the things that I needed to do. I didn't know I was so messed up until I came to Christ, until I read the word and it showed me the things that I was doing wrong. If you're in this place, if you don't have Jesus, you are on the wrong foundation. And when chaos comes your way, guess what? You're going to turn to depression medication. If Jesus is not your foundation, when chaos comes your way, you're going to turn to prostitution. You're going to turn to to fighting, to anger, to bitterness, to hatred. If he is not your foundation, you are doomed in this world. The enemy in this world is out to get us. And if Jesus is not your foundation, you are going to fall. But if you're in this place and you have Jesus and you know that you want him and he is your foundation, stand firm. Put your full trust in him and know that he is with you and he's not going to let you fall. In Psalms 91, if we can turn there, you know, we read that at the beginning of the of the year. 
Psalms 91. It says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers and under His wing you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. Come on, that sounds scary to me. How are you not going to fear these things? How, as human beings, will we not fear when, when chaos is all around us? It says, you will not fear the terror of night. Come on, I hear a little sound at night, and I already feel scared, you know thinking somebody's walking around in our attic. It says, A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Come on. He is our foundation. When terror comes our way, when chaos is flying all around us and the enemy is trying to, to destroy us, if he is our foundation, we will not be touched. We will not be knocked down. We will not fall. He is holding us. Do we understand that God Almighty is holding us? No matter how much we mess up, if we hold on to him and we stand firm then on the foundation, which is Jesus Christ, the rock, we will not fall. Amen? Hallelujah. That makes me so happy that God is still on the throne. Amen, Lord? It makes me so happy that he's in control in all things. Right, Susie? It makes me so happy that God loves us so much that he holds us by the hand. And if we call on the name of Jesus, we are saved. There is nothing that we can do that can make us good enough to receive salvation. We stand on the rock. Whether there's people to our left or to our our right, we stand on the rock. We will not be foolish builders in this place. We will stand on him. No matter what anybody thinks about us, we will stand on this rock. We will be wise to the day we die, and we will stand before the king, and we will be rejoicing because we stood firm on this foundation. He is our foundation. It's not me. It's not your discipler. We're here to walk together. We walk this race. We run this race. Don't walk. We, we run this race together. Amen? God is good. And it's good to know that he is in control. And the message that will never leave my heart that my pastor preaches, that everything is Father filtered. Everything goes through the Father. There's not one thing that happens that he has not seen, that he has not allowed to happen. So the Bible says that no temptation has seized us except what is common to man. So he will give us the strength to stand up under these things. There's nothing that, that he will put upon us that we cannot bear. So when chaos is coming, you know, we just hold on to this word and we get on our knees. And we know by faith that he is in control because we are standing upon him. We will not fall. We will not come crashing down like the foolish builder. 
we will stand, we will be blessed, and we will rejoice in the day of judgment. Come on, because he has always been our foundation. If you're in this place and he is not your foundation, today is the day. Give your life over to Jesus. Give your heart over to Jesus because he is calling you. He's not calling you to come into a place and keep a seat warm. He's calling you to be in a relationship with him, for you to glorify him all the days of your life. Let him be your foundation tonight and for the rest of your days. Not a degree, not a job, not a title, not a position anywhere. Nothing can can substitute Jesus being your rock. Nothing can substitute him as your foundation. Everything else will fail. Everything else will fall apart. But this rock will keep you up. This rock will keep you steady and keep you going. Amen? Today in our small group, I want us to talk about Jesus being our foundation, our rock. And if we've let anything else come in and to substitute him, if we've forgotten who he is in our life and what he's supposed to be, he's not just an excuse to go to church. He's not just somebody to make us feel comfortable when we mess up. He's not a crutch to carry us over through life. He is the real king of kings and Lord of lords. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's pray. You guys can just stand up with me right now. Before we break out into small groups, glory to you, King. Lord, we worship you in this place. We love you and we adore you, my God. Lord, in this place, Lord, we desire you to be our everything, Lord. That you would be above all things in our life. That you would be above, dear God, our families, our friends. That you would be above money, dear God. That you would be above titles and everything else that can get in the way, Lord. We pray, dear God, that you would be king over our lives, that you would be Lord over all, dear God, in our lives. In this place, dear God, I know that there are hearts that are crying out to you. I know that there are hearts that have desired, that have said in their heart that they're going to follow you for the rest of their lives, Lord. I pray that you would keep them, dear God. Keep us, dear God. I pray, dear God, that daily, Lord, we would know, we would get a revelation of how you are our foundation and that no matter what comes our way, when the winds come, dear God, when the streams come, Lord God, you are holding us up, that our head is above the water because you are our foundation, Lord. In Jesus' name, speak to our hearts tonight, dear God, through through the small group. Let testimonies, dear God, just touch our hearts that we would be encouraged, Lord, of the good work you're doing in our lives and through us. In Jesus' name, speak to the hearts of your children tonight. I pray, dear God, that if there's darkness, that you would shine your light, Lord. And I pray that you would be glorified through all things. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand. Come on, Lord. We praise you.